ROI, return on investment. Hey, this is Jonathan Matoshnik. I can't wait to see you in November at SA5, where we have designed the entire agenda for the conference around the thinking behind ROI. We need you and want you and will help you walk out of every session with a strategy that you can go home and implement that will absolutely pay for the entire event, meaning it'll cover the cost of the ticket, it'll cover the cost of travel, and it will cover the cost of the hotel. ROI is the goal for this year, and you will get it. (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome to... The Profit Roadmap, we were just having a I little... I was doing the intro. <laughs> okay. You're you right. took too long. Uh, we're sitting here joking around in studio, but we are ready to get down to business. So, we pulled in our favorite special guest when we can't find a better guest. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, it's Patrick Hoffman from the marketing team. How's it going, Cody? How's it going, Bear? It's going fantastic, Pop. I mean, trick. it could be better if you weren't here, but you're here. So, we'll do, we'll do Look, what we have I'm, to. I'm here on a volunteer basis. And Everyone comes in here on a volunteer basis, man. We don't have subpoena power, so don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could plead the fifth for the whole interview. Yeah, it'd be kind Ask of boring. Ask you a question, you're just like, nah, plead the fifth. All right, so hey, we wanted to talk to you guys about the importance of being on that redheaded stepchild of social media platforms. Patrick, do you have a guess? Are we, are we talking about Twitter? No, Twitter's dead. Forget Twitter. It's garbage. <laughs> it's trash. There seems to be one person, you know, at least out there that uses Twitter. I'm just, just saying. I'm just one. Bear, bear, you're backing me into a corner here. I'm, I'm not saying, allowed every, to make any jokes. I'm just saying. That. Which person? Which person is no, that? No, I'm just saying. Who are we talking about I'm just here? saying every voice matters. Um, <laughs> no, it, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. So we're getting back to the point at hand here. I mean, Patrick, you, you you've commented a couple of times on this on on the profit roadmap about Twitter being dead, but there are other social media outlets that can be very beneficial. Uh, for small business owners to use. Especially if you're in such a visual industry. Um, Cleaning, lawn care. Anything home service, really. Yeah. Yeah, you have a really good opportunity here for visual stuff because today we're going to be talking about Instagram. Instagram. The, I, the IG. Yeah, the the notorious IG. The notorious <laughs> wow, IG. That was a great joke there. <laughs> I'm proud of us. <laughs> I'm proud of you for writing the joke and me for stealing it. Oh, you're welcome, sir. All right. Hey, so I also, uh, before we got on today, I talked to previous guest of the pod, uh, blog writer for Service Autopilot, Nicole Godar. You can find her blogs on our website. Uh, she's cool. She's been on the show before. So I Fantastic talked to her. insight, man. She's she's. And she's brilliant with web design. I hope everyone needs to check out their previous the previous episode. Make sure to put that in the the show notes, Cody, because um, I think there's some really valuable stuff. If you happen to miss that episode, you need to go back and listen to it. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I asked Nicole for uh, a couple of tips if she had anything just right off the cuff that she thought would be good to talk about. So I've got those things written down. I have some of my own thoughts. I'm planning on Patrick kind of jumping off some of those to uh, contribute a little bit or just stand in the the studio and do nothing. I think we agreed on pleading the fifth is... Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so the first thing we want to talk about is uh, a really common mistake that uh, that Nicole and I have both noticed in service companies' Instagram feeds. It looks like a feed, 
that's run by a person who wants other people in their industry to like their Instagram feed. No one cares about your lawnmowers. No one wants a glamour shot of your lawnmower in their Instagram feed. That's not the feeling you're selling them. Unless it's like an absolutely incredible shot. And no, 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 no. Chances, no, no, no. chances are what you think is an incredible shot of your lawnmower is just another picture of a lawnmower. Here's what I want you to think before you post a photo on Instagram. If I showed this to my wife, would she roll her eyes? Wait, wait, wait. That sounds a little sexist. Actually, I think that's the perfect question to ask. If you're if you're a female business owner, you have uh, a little bit of a different. So the the target demographic on Instagram is women. That's true. So like statistically, yourself, that's true. Okay. If I showed this to if you're a female business owner, if I showed this to a girlfriend, would would she roll her eyes or would she care? Like, does anyone want to see a picture of my like bottle of Windex or my thieves oil cleaner or whatever? No, no one cares about that. But what if it's outlined by the sun with a perfect halo and it's overlooking this immaculate kitchen? Why don't you just take a picture of the immaculate kitchen? Patrick's been spending time on Snapchat again. (laughs) I think there's a uh, court order barring him from that. (laughs) But yeah, so you want to make sure that your feed is public facing. That what you're putting out into the world is things that ideal customers want to see. And they don't care... This is just like, this is features versus benefits, guys. Fundamental of marketing. When you're showing people, yeah, when you're showing people the tools that you're using to do the job, you're telling them, I clean houses, I mow yards. They don't care about that. They want you to tell them what those things do for them. So when you take a picture of a gorgeous kitchen in like an upscale house Mm -hmm. uh, and it's immaculately clean and you go, this is what I give time with your family if you can get like actual shots of a family in that immaculately clean kitchen that's awesome you want to sell the feeling that you give them that's a benefit that patrick do you you want to talk about features versus benefits a little bit i think the overdone shot of the beautiful sprawling lawn the immaculate kitchen even that's still overdone that's something we've seen time and time again. And you know what? Stripes. That's, that's great. It's more lot, stripes photos. It's more lo- stripes. It's a lot better. I mean, it's a lot better than what you're talking about than taking a picture of your mower or taking a picture of a you know the halo around your Windex bottle. Certainly better than that. But if you can humanize your work. Absolutely. And I want to tell you how to kick it up one more notch. So Bear's touching on something that is an awesome theme of humanizing not just your work, but your business as a whole. And this was something that Nicole talked about that they try to focus on in their social media. Look at that segue. I didn't even read your list. Yeah. Is taking pictures of your employees while they're working. Humanize them. Put their name on social media. Scooters is, is great with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is Gloria, and she's one of our cleaning techs. She's been with us for three years, and she kicks ass. I, maybe you don't say she kicks well, ass. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't but you? But maybe she does. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe she, she does. does. So yeah. one of the biggest fears for clients is... Um, not being able to trust your team. So if you're able to show like your team, like, I don't know, you you can do videos on Instagram. Right, right, all right. So you, you take uh, videos of your team. If you can show them taking a ton of extra care, like just like a shot of somebody wiping down a table super carefully and just like getting all the dust off of it. You show like little hero shots of them being respectful and like careful about your stuff. That's... Yeah, and one thing that uh, this is a uh, like super pro tip 
that uh, that scooters has started doing, uh, and I think it's a great idea, is they are uh, so they do landscape projects in addition to maintenance. So they have a freelance photographer that comes out and takes hero shots while they're working on projects. And so they get the entire project documented. Uh, they can use those super high res photos on their website as like great marketing, but then also you can use them on social media and you end up with like a really, really nice shot. And you can, you can go down to your local community college and find a photography class and hire some punk kid out of that class who wants to get paid. Probably should call him a punk kid, but just not call him a punk. Artists are cool, man. They're so, into it. So let, let me stop you right there real quick for a second, Cody. For those people who don't know out there, what what is a hero shot and how can it benefit or how is it visually appealing? So you know those shots where it's kind of like taken down from a lower angle and it just makes the subject of the shot just look like an, an absolute boss. Like a giant. Yeah. That's pretty much what you want. They don't always have to be from a lower angle, but mm-hmm. the idea is that you're focusing on one person in particular and like all of your attention is drawn to them and what they're doing. And it, it just makes them look glorious. This person automatically assumes a somewhat more authoritative level. of Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you sort of get the feeling like they know what they're doing. They know what they're yeah, doing because they're they're looking up at them, when, literally looking yes. up at them. When you spent all of your time looking up at other people, you were a child and everybody else that you were looking up to was in authority over yeah, you in psychology. One yeah. Yeah. So it, it introduces that element of like authority to them and that they know more than you, they know better than you, and that they're probably interested in what's best for you. So all that said, you can also trade service with a professional photographer if you provide a service that they're interested in, if they want their house clean, if they want their lawn mowed. Uh, you could you could trade service for them to do shots. Uh, and the punk kid's probably cruise. got a really dirty apartment, just saying. So was Nicole saying, like, absolutely get a professional photographer? No, no, no. She was just saying that that's an option. It's something that they've started doing recently and they've had a lot of success with. Okay. That industry versus public facing Instagram feed, what that gets down to is one of those things is all about selling features like this is my lawnmower. This is what I use to clean your house. These, These are my dust rags. Aren't they fun to look at? Versus showing your office staff, showing your employees working all of these things, using their names, recording short videos with them, uh, all of that gives personality and humanizes your business. It shows this is who we're sending to your home to take care of your stuff. And we talked about free content numerous times on, on the show, Cody, and that's a great another opportunity showing your employees doing something. So asking a cleaner, for example, one of your technicians like, hey, um, what are you doing? Well, how do you do that? Well, actually, what I really like to do is do this neat little trick, something that they could do at home. Yeah, but it's much cooler if you hire us. You know, obviously that free content that we've talked about in so many episodes that really um, shows again your audience. Hey, they know what they're doing. They're 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 finding all these little nifty tricks and tips, and and they're giving those to us. But they've they've figured this stuff out. They must know so much more they've got a lot of experience yeah, yeah they've got a lot of experience and it again it's one of those it's one of those assumptive things that we were talking about with like the hero shot for example it's just it's just something that time and time again patrick and you can come on comment on this that is proven um all right so we talked a lot about how to use uh instagram like what what the overall effect of your instagram should be but how do you actually start using instagram what are the best practices for people who have never been on Instagram before and they just don't know? I'll post a, a blog post in the show notes that's like an introduction to uh, 
framing a shot in a way that uh, is powerful so that when you're taking photos with your phone, you can just like think about that just a little bit. And I think that's the point of like today's uh, today's episode, guys, is that, you know, we're talking about very simple things that you can do. Instagram is a very simple thing that you can do because it is, again, centered around the entire principle of the visual. And with all the with all the you know, with all the filters and everything that they offer to make things really pop and shine, you could really turn an ordinary shot where you screwed up, couldn't get the horizon on the top of the shot or bottom of the shot, just wasn't possible or something. The normal things that are great tips that Cody's going to have for you all, there's no acceptable margin of error because of the, you know, the incredible tool that it is. And it's quick, it's easy, it's it's fun, and you put it out there and it's free marketing. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna mess up. You're going to take photos that later you're like, oh, I didn't really like that. You're going to shoot videos where you stutter or whatever. Don't worry about it. Post it. Yeah. This is about immediacy and Cody transparency the before the clients. You fumbling a little bit in a video humanizes you even more exactly. than if it was yeah. a perfect video. So you keep talking about before the clients, like showing your clients this stuff. But when you start your Instagram account, it starts with zero followers, right? Zero. So how do you how do you grow it? How do you get people to actually come to your Instagram? All right. This is where we get into using local hashtags promoting a little bit to your clients that like, hey, we're on Instagram now. We'd love for you to like keep an eye on what we're doing. Uh, so you can, if you have whatever way you're contacting your clients normally, if you already have a little bit of an audience on Facebook, Instagram will actually notify people that like you on Facebook. You can link them too. You can link Yeah, you can Instagram. post a link on, on Facebook. But also, Facebook will just notify people because Facebook owns Instagram and they make money off people being on both platforms. So they're interested in you having a following there if you already have one on Facebook. So they're going to push people over to the new platform. Well, I, I, and part of it's just like posting consistent content. If exactly. you keep posting, people will come. And this gets into how we want to use Instagram. If we're at, if we take our employees to a location somewhere, we want to do photos of that. We want to tag the location so that other people who are there and look at the location on Instagram see it. We want to keep an eye on what local hashtags are. And that's something I want to touch on, Cody, is hashtags real quick. Real quick. Just to this, I, and I'm sorry to interrupt your flow, but I am the old man in here in this room. And I know that a lot of people that are my age and older think hashtags are obnoxious. Let me tell you why they're not. Okay. Especially when it comes to business. Like you said, local hashtags, there are people that can even follow hashtags now. It's not even about following the person, it's not about following Cody. It's about following, you know, Cody's pet dog, hashtag Cody's pet dog or whatever. Like literally you can follow hashtags as well as the person. And if you're following what's going on in Dallas, Texas, what's going on in Louisville, Kentucky, these are things that are going to pop up because you place that hashtag on your photo. So it is brilliant for getting followers. I interrupted your flow. Especially local followers, which is really what you want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't want people over Miami if you're over here in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, use use whatever local hashtags are going on. Uh, lots of local businesses will be using hashtags. So if you guys go out to lunch at you know your local uh, whatever kind of restaurant, your sandwich shop, uh, I think something universal. Yeah, you go over <laughs> to your local sandwich shop with a couple uh, office staff for lunch. Uh, post a picture of you guys with uh, like you know working hard or hardly working. Hasht- <laughs> hashtag Jason's <laughs> Deli. Uh, don't do that too often because then your clients are going to start <laughs> questioning, questioning 
Uh, speaking of which, we love to have a good time. You you were talking about we consistency. We love eating at the local. No, but that's a good thing. Promote local businesses. Your local business. Promote local businesses. Not Jason's Deli, <laughs> unless Jason's an actual person that lives in your town. Or if you're you know working on their property, like hey, landscaping at I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Do oh, that's that. A great one. Yeah, and that that probably brings me to the final, very very important point. Get permission from people before you post photos of the inside or outside of their home. Here's the thing. Sometimes people don't want you to post photos of the inside and outside really of their home. People think really highly of their privacy. It's kind of a weird thing, but you yeah. Know. So most customers will be cool with it if you just ask them. So just make True sure story. like say, hey, we uh, you know post a lot on social media so that clients know what's going on with what we're doing. We took a couple of photos in your home today that we think would be really great for our Instagram feed. Is it all right with you if we post them? And that's also like a gesture of goodwill, even if they don't care at all and wouldn't have complained at all. You're still making the effort and it makes you look really good to them that you asked. So always confirm. Uh, The rules are probably a little less strict if you're like, you know, you provide landscaping to, uh, you know, a restaurant or something in your area, they're probably not going to care at all. And I, I probably wouldn't bother asking a local business. Yeah, you're doing you know. free advertising for them. If they complain about it, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> they're probably not an ideal client. You should just drop them. <laughs> they're ready to complain about anything. Yeah, you can also just sort of be like, hey, we did an awesome job in your house today and we're really proud of our work. Is there any way that we, you know, kind of put solid, a positive spin pitch. on it? Yeah. Make well, them be like, wow, yeah. And it's excited. also good to be to kind of get receive feedback from them too. That might be another good way of doing it. It's like how you know how, you know you know how would you rate our you know our service today? Oh, we think we did awesome, fantastic. We you know we were awesome. Really, we think so too. We think so too. You know, in in a non obnoxious way like that. But and we, we happen to take some uh, normal service photo, you know, um, quality assurance photos that we really think would be great on our social media page. Would you mind if we? you know, go ahead and post them. That's another way of going about it as well. I have a burning question that I'm certain at least one of your listeners is going to be asking themselves right now. Um, Tune how, in next week on the Profit Roadmap <laughs> to find out. How much, how much should you be posting on Instagram? Like what is, what does consistency look like? I think we've touched on this before, but go ahead and remind people out there, Cody, what's a, what's a uh, good? Somewhere around three to four times a week. I'd like to see you ideally posting once a day during the week. Uh, surprisingly, looking at stats on Instagram, people are on Instagram way more often during the week, during work hours. Huh. Then, yeah, huh. I wonder <laughs> huh. than they are on the weekends. You mean they're not working? <laughs> no. Nah. Everybody's job is just scrolling social media. Uh, so... Those are those are your optimal times, and the really cool thing about Instagram, like around lunchtime or like early in the morning, or yeah, I was gonna say, what's uh, a good time? Let me. uh, I would post it anytime during the workday and kind of experiment and see what works. Uh, Just like anything else with marketing, you're gonna have to do a little bit of experimentation. But the cool thing about Instagram is that they have very easily digestible stats available. Once you hit a hundred followers, they will tell you. the peak times that your followers are online and it's like super easy. You look at Monday and there's a graph. You look at Tuesday, there's a graph and then you can just dial in for that peak uh, and change your posting time to, you know, Monday at 11 a.m. because that's when all your people have gotten into the office and had their first cup of coffee and they're ready to do a little liking on the Instagrams. Is this, uh, it's loving on Instagram, by the way. How should I know that over you? Um, anyway. Who's the expert? What's the, um, 
It's all what? liking. It's liking on Twitter. It's liking on Facebook. All right. So the the these graphs and everything. Where where are they available? Can anyone get them? Do you have to register for a business account? You or? you do tell Instagram that you're a business, okay. but uh, that'll happen during the initial setup of your account. Uh, it shouldn't be hard if you have a personal account that you like accidentally didn't tell it it was a business to go in and change that. It's like changing a setting. It should be in your like general settings. Okay. Uh, it's pretty easy. And then most of the stats get unlocked at 100 followers. So get friends and family to, to follow the account too. That'll help it get a little boost starting off. Uh, Let me tell you how easy it is to get 100 followers, guys. I have over 300. <laughs> so that just tells you but right there. Bear is actually an Instagram guru. He's over here posting like 15 times a day. You mean he's oversaturating his feed? No, no. It's like the right amount. Of, he's he's checked his graphs. He knows the peak times and it's 24-7. <laughs> Bear's just constantly live streaming to Instagram. But uh, That's impressive though. 300 is, is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. So you want to uh, build that audience any way you can. Climb, don't pay for followers because that's worthless. Uh, but get yourself up to 100 followers so that you get an idea of those stats. And that'll actually help you grow more once you can get an idea of when people are online uh, and start engaging with them. If somebody comments on one of your photos, reply to them. Say something back. Don't immediately go, would you like to hire us? Uh, <laughs> because marketing's a relationship. Don't be that and you're at the guy. You're at the very top of the funnel. This is someone that's walked up to you at a bar and said hi. So... It's a normal thing to be like, hey, would you like to get a drink? Like, talk to them. That's a normal thing to do. You don't immediately go for marriage. Uh, so hold that back. Bear's showing us his sweet Instagram. Proof that I have 321 followers. Thank look you, at, Bear. Look at that. Uh, but yeah. And so. it took absolutely zero effort. <laughs> so that is, uh, that'll about wrap it up here for the Profit Roadmap. Um, so guys, use use those visual tactics on Instagram. Facebook is proven to be one of the most, um, the best social media outlet for you and your business out there, but it doesn't mean that you can't expand your repertoire. So for everyone here at The Profit Roadmap, Patrick, we appreciate you joining us today and talking a little IG. Uh, Cody, as always, and we thank Nicole Godar for supplying some great uh, hot takes for us and everything. So we really appreciate her as well and everything that she does and everyone at Scooters Lawn Care as well. So we really appreciate that. And for, again... For Cody and myself, Bear, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.